Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the US. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. Today's podcast, we're talking about why paying attention to the wrong things could cost you. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. Hey there, everybody in podcast world. This is Andrew McCauley. We are up to podcast number 91. Welcome to today. We are going to be talking about why paying attention to the wrong things could really cost you. Heather and I are going to dig in and uh, talk about what we've been paying attention to lately and what sort of things you've got to keep in mind when you decide you've got to pay attention to something. Of course, the wonderful Heather Porter is on the line. Hey, H. Hey, Andrew. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Yes. <laughs> this is, this is a good one. You know, Andrew, you know why? Because last weekend I was a mentor at this really cool thing here in Australia called Business Blueprint. And so then we have these little round tables. I'm invited in as a mentor. And about half the people that joined me were still sort of um, from three months prior when they were with me, they were still struggling at finding the right thing to do in their business. And they hadn't moved forward very far. And a lot of it came down to exactly what we're talking about. And that is the whole, what should you pay attention to? What, you know, because a lot of these things were, were making them run around in circles without getting results. I want to ask you a quick question before we dig into what did you learn this week? Um, yeah. Those, those people um, roughly... What sort of money would they be paying to go to a place like that? Well, the standard things, at least here in Australia right now, for for that sort of yearly mastermind is um, starting point at at least ten thousand a year, from what I've gathered. Wow! So they're spending ten thousand dollars, and even though they haven't got a business or fully decked out, fully thought out business yet, they're still willing to pay that sort of money to go to those things. Yeah. And then that's what I found really interesting because once you're in that environment, what is it? But it is a learning environment, isn't it? I mean, you have mm-hmm. round tables and mentors and seminars and constant amounts of learning. So it's this is such a great topic, I think, that so many people need to be aware of because we're bombarded by things we can learn. But what should we actually pay attention to? Yeah. Well, like you, I was uh, just two days ago at a mastermind over here in California and uh, same deal. They paid a little bit more than ten grand to be at this mastermind. It was a mm-hmm. four-day event where they all stay on site. Uh, but some of them, in fact, a number of them haven't had a or haven't got their businesses fully decked out yet, fully ready to go. Some of them have. Um, but I found it interesting that, uh, and I'm not sure if this is just me or not, but I found it interesting that. Um, People are willing to pay that sort of money, even though they haven't got a business yet. Now, maybe that's the right method. Maybe it's the maybe that's the right method for them is that they need to be around other people. Then they may need to learn something or other uh, to to make sure that that business starts off on the right foot. Or yep. maybe they just have a lot of money and said, you know what, I want to go and spend time with some other people and see what happens. Good point. <laughs> so what have you actually learned or come across in the last week? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked because I came across something really, really cool and I'm excited. I think you're going to be excited about this and anyone else that has anything to do with audio or podcasting is uh, should be excited. And that is that Twitter is just rolling out, just starting to roll out um, 
the ability for you to now listen to audio in your Twitter apps on your iOS or your Android while browsing your Twitter timeline. Mm-hmm. So by doing what they do is they give you a, a thing called an audio card. And let's say that our podcast, for instance, this, this podcast, um, we put inside an audio card and we tweet it out to people and they, and they find us on that tweet. They can listen, they can dock it and listen to our podcast while they're flicking through Twitter. So that it means that um, your reach now is just, it's just another channel for you to be on. You know, we've, we, we're already on iHeartRadio, we're on iTunes, obviously, we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker and Podomatic and all those others. It just gives us the ability to reach more people in, an, in a place where maybe some people on Twitter had never been to these podcast sites. Um, mm. It just gives us the ability to reach out and read, um, find out more. Now, not just podcasts, but iTunes are going to roll out things like uh, albums, people's you know, music and stuff like that too. So really, we are seeing a massive cross-platform promotion of all sorts of content. And you and I keep saying this, uh, and our listeners, if you've been listening to us for a while, uh, we, you really do need to get out more than just having a website. You know, you've got to have yes. more media. You've got to be doing audio, whether it's a podcast or not, be doing video, you've got to be doing magazines or slideshows or whatever it is you can do because you need to get your um, your content out as far as you can. And when you stand out, if you if you have your podcast on a tweet, for instance, people can go, wow, that's different. I haven't seen that. Now, maybe in three years that will be the norm. But while it's new, it's something you want to think about. Absolutely. I like that you said that. And we're also big advocates of going to the marketplace, go to where the people hang out. So if you're creating consumable content that's easily consumed in these other areas, um, it's it's important to do that. And the fact that Twitter is, is you know, allowing this to happen. Hmm. Interesting. Isn't it? I, I always say when a platform allows something to happen, you should take advantage of it. Yeah, because I think pretty sure you'll find other platforms, i.e. Facebook and LinkedIn will do something similar if they haven't already. Yes, well said. What about you? What did you learn as you're traveling about the bits of business? <laughs> traveling about. Well, I am. We're we're involved right now with one of our clients who's launching this huge contest around Australia to initially a couple hundred thousand on a list, and then going to a couple million. It's huge. Mm. Anyway, we're we're involved from kind of building this landing page um, for people to enter into the contest. And I was talking to the guy that that has the list that's going to be sending out the contest to this, his huge list. And um, he's like, oh, yeah, so you guys are going to do the landing page, yeah? And I said, yeah, yep, we'll do the landing page where you just send the traffic to. He's like, right, so I love Unbounce. And I'm like, Unbounce? <laughs> What's this? So what I what my learning thing was actually there's another really cool tool out there to build landing pages, which is unbounce.com. But also the fact that I think that we can very quickly and easily grab onto tools in our life and our business and and just hang on to them. And they're not maybe always the best thing for us. Mm. Now we use lead pages. Uh, leadpages.net to build our landing pages, which I love. But just the fact that there's this other incredible platform that exists that looks beautiful, by the way, is is quite amazing and, and even reminds me that I can be quite insular in the tools that I choose. Yeah, well, you know what? I think this is all part of what we're going to be talking about today is, um, you know, why do you choose some of the stuff you do? Why do you choose to learn about some of the tools you, you choose? And uh, just we're going to, I think we're going to talk about that sort of thing today, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, and again, I like this topic because I think that 
the the filters, you'll get some ideas from the filters of how Andrew and I look at what we want to learn and and how we actually seek out to learn. And then how, I guess, from there, what do we look at implementing into our business mm. without wasting time and without getting so carried away on, I guess, lots of things that are out there. I know, Andrew, you and I had a great episode, um, number 81, Uncovering Shiny Object Syndrome, mm-hmm. where we talked about the constant chasing of the next big thing. Yes. This shows more about more digging a little bit deeper, I suppose, into how can you actually think smarter about what you're learning and then actioning in your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So why don't you start? So how how do you actually like? Let's chunk way up. Like, what's topic wise? What do you actually look for when you're going to go? Okay, I'm going to go learn something. Is it like you're thinking I'm going to go learn something, or is it out of necessity? Um, you know what? It's <laughs> it's it's not. I'm not looking for something. Because I want to, because I don't have spare time to sit around and go, I wonder what I can learn today. Oh, come today. on, you have loads of spare time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's more out of necessity. Now, you know, I guess our industry or what, and who we service changes all the time. There's always new products coming out. There's always new things going on. And I guess where where I come from is I'm looking at what is what is the next thing that's actually needed for us? You know, there is a lot of things that would be nice to have. And, you know, we've got a number of programs that we've bought from various marketers around the time and um, either you've gone through them or I've gone through them or maybe neither of us have gone through them, knowing that it's there and we'll come back to it. But I look at it and go, is it needed? Do I need to learn this right now or is there something else that I should concentrate on in order to get the get the results with, that we need to get for our business? So I'll come through from a point of view of necessity and mm-hmm. say, all right, what is it that we're looking at now? So for instance, right now, I am um, head deep into looking into some pretty advanced methods of traffic for our Digital Traffic Institute. So members of our Digital Traffic Institute, um, they're going to see this over the next couple of months about how we've done things. We're keeping a record and tracking what we're doing. But some of these things are, are pretty advanced and I guess I'm learning them from the beginning, I don't have a lot of assistance there, but the plan is that we'll learn it, we'll make it work, and if it doesn't work, we won't teach it. But if it does work, then we'll we'll share that with our people inside DTI. So, how are you choosing? Like, are you, so you're thinking, okay, I want to, I need to do this out of necessity. So, do you, when you're doing the act of looking to learn or, or yep. look for platforms or mm-hmm. whatever you're wanting to put together, because mm-hmm. you're ultimately putting together sort of a system, right? Um, how do you like go about? I guess finding finding these tools and then more importantly piecing them together to work for you i guess there's a lot of tools or and sometimes it's not even a tool it's a strategy that someone's mm-hmm. come up and said hey you know you've got to do this you've got to post on linkedin three times a day and you've got to do blah 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 so i'll look at it and go well is that worth my time what is the end result that 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 strategy is going to give me great little thing that you just said right there actually i just wanted to raise that because what you just said was end result right yeah so you're not just taking everything and going, oh, I got to do this and this and this and this, but it's more like you're you're filtering through each thing, going, what's the end result, and yeah. can that do something for my business? And that's the biggest thing I look at is like, what is my best return on my time? ROT, return on time. So I, if if a strategy is presented and it says, oh, all you got to do is do do do, and it's a lot of work and a lot of effort, and the end result may or may not be good, then I think, well, I think I could um, hone my time and skills somewhere else. Um, it's a good strategy. I'll, I'll keep it in mind, but maybe the effort is not worth the, res- the return. 
So I'll go back and say, okay, what is it? Now, if I come across a strategy and I think, you know what, that's not too hard. We're already doing something similar. Maybe this is just a tweak on, on what we're doing that is easy to implement and also easy for me to see if the results are there instantly. Like we just did, you and I did something just recently. Uh, only this week, we changed a couple of things we did for our site and we um, we increased traffic to our website by two and a half times. Mm-hmm. You know, And it was just one little thing. And it's almost a slap on the forehead sort of moment going, oh, God, why didn't we do that before? Um, <laughs> but, you know, we get caught up in, in life and things happen and, and it's like, well, now, but now we know the result. Now that's given us a concrete result. We yeah. can clearly see that that result has happened. And it's, and it's not just a one-off result. It was actually something that maintained for a few more days after we did that. Um, so that is a result that we look at and say, well, if that worked for that and it was fairly easy, I mean, literally it took me, maybe five minutes of my time, you know, just to just to do what we did, then all of a sudden those results are worth going and pursuing. So it's constantly about looking at results. So if you're going to learn something, you just, you look at it from the perspective, is this going to get me results? Yes. Okay, great. Then it's worth pursuing. Yeah. Totally. Totally. You know, I was reading, I was reading uh, something about Mark Zuckerberg the other day. Um, he did a Q and A at a Chinese university and he spoke in Mandarin the whole time. Now wow. he's it was very impressive actually. I, I I quite you know it was quite impressive. Not that I understood a, a, a word of what he was saying, but it was like he was talking to the audience. They were loving it that he spent time to learn Mandarin. Now would I want I, would I want to go and learn Mandarin? Yeah, okay, I might want to learn Mandarin, but is that going to get me results for my business immediately or in the near future? No, no. not likely. So I'm not going to go and spend my time learning Mandarin because it's not suiting my what I need to do. In his case. He obviously has some big ideas about where Facebook may go and he's spent the last three years learning Mandarin and now can speak it fairly fluently. So I'm guessing that he's got some big ideas coming up for Facebook, but that would be his part of his goal. He's like, well, if I learn Mandarin, where can that get me? So that's an interesting question that's just come up for me then is what if you don't know the results you need to get? Where do you start? You know, because you, you and I are just talking about there's lots of um, startup businesses that we work with and small businesses. And and there's this huge thing in, in in any stage, I suppose, of development, which is that whole, you don't know what you don't know mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. So if you don't even know what results you need, how do you even go out there and start to actually, you know, learn, go to YouTube, look at the videos, look for the, the software tools, all that stuff. Where do you even begin? Well, I think, I think that you'll never know, you'll never not know. I mean, you've, you, you've got an idea. Okay. I'm starting a business. What do you want to achieve? Well, I want to make money. Okay, then let's start from there. You know, take the big picture and say, okay, I want to make money. How am I making money? Well, I'm, I'm skilled at these particular items. Okay, great. Now, how are you going to use those skills to bring in money? Well, maybe I need to, and then you'll get to a point where you'll say, huh, there's a gap in my skill base or my knowledge base. There's a gap there that I have to, that I have to bridge. Yep. And by approaching that gap, you'll say, okay, that's what I need to know because I can't get from, from where I am now to the next point because there's something missing. Now I understand what that piece is missing. So I think you'll always, you'll always know what the gap is, but sometimes you may have to just chunk it down a little bit to find out what that, that is. Does that, does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. And I, I guess, yeah, like you said, just go to the step, the first step, the next step. Yeah, then, then okay, what? I'm then missing what? this then information, what? then yeah. what? Yeah, I think that's a very good point because if we actually sit there and go, I have to learn everything. Like, I'm, you know, here's here's a good 
example. So there's people out there that go, oh, I want a website. So now I, ha- I want to learn everything about WordPress. Uh-huh. Now I want to learn everything about how to install the plugins. Now I want to learn how to edit my video because I want to do videos. Then I want to learn how to do SEO. So they start to go in all these directions. They know that right. these are the things that they want online. But when it comes down to the doing of these things, they get so carried away by wanting to learn it all that nothing ever takes off the ground in the first place. I, I equate that to, uh, let's say you're trying to drive from Sydney to Melbourne and yeah. or anywhere, it doesn't matter. Let's say you're going from LA to San Francisco, anywhere that's, let's say, 500 miles, okay? And you jump in the car and you sit at the first set of traffic lights and you wait for them all to go green. Every traffic light between here and Sydney or between Melbourne and Sydney or between LA and San Francisco has to be green before you can start driving. Well said. Right. And it's like, <laughs> you're never going to, you're never going to have that situation happen no. ever. So it's like, okay, drive until you hit a red light. And then when you hit that red light, do what you need to do to get through it. Now, sometimes One it may mean you know, learn something new and then move from there. But um, you're right. There are so many people who want to be perfect. They want to have everything right. You know, I want to learn SEO. Okay. Now I'm going to learn WordPress. It's not going to happen. You're going to waste your time because by the time you've learned that and then go on to the next thing you want to learn, what you learn in the first place is out of date most of the time. And you're just learning for the sake of learning, yep. not for actually getting results because you haven't done enough of any of it to actually Correct. get results because it takes a while to build this Correct. stuff. And then you know what? And testing and measuring all starts yeah. with version one. I like the I like that terminology. Version one is better than version none. Do well, it. So if it doesn't work, go and change it. If it works, great. Keep moving. Um, but just get started and do it. So now I, when I look at learning things, um, I kind of recently have looked at it in a different way. I liked this article I read on Forbes online uh, probably about six months ago, and it was talking about the future trends of jobs. Mm-hmm. And one of the jobs that was in there was called a simplification expert. And I found that to be absolutely fascinating. And mm. the, the idea is that we're in the the info era, where basically infopreneurs now are making some of the most money. There's um, a guy named Jack DeLosa here in Australia who has a company called The Entourage. And, um, you know, I'm also a mentor at that from time to time. But what's interesting about him is that um, I was watching a little little video on him because he's just hit BRW Magazine, which is a business magazine in Australia, BRW Magazine, a young rich list. So he's become incredibly successful. And it's all based on education and being basically being an infopreneur where he's collating information and experts and teaching information. Mm-hmm. So with this whole, I guess, flood of information and everybody trying to make information um, products and, and teachings and things online, it, it, it makes complete sense to me that there's going to be a simplification expert. So this is somebody that just filters through what is needed, what is out there, and puts it together into something that is very easy and simple to use for that particular business that works for them to get them results. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I've started to look at how I want to learn. So for example, um, we we have Digital Traffic Institute, which is our online training area, which you're doing systems for as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I've heard of a couple new things that, are, that exist out there. So in my mind, I think, okay, can I simplify what we're doing with our systems and how we're running this digital traffic Institute better. So then you and I have more time to do other things to grow Mm -hmm. the business. Mm -hmm. First thing comes to mind. Okay. Well, what do we use in there? So I I actually go from the perspective of what are we currently using? So number one, we're using um, something called Zendesk, which is our help desk. And for a while there on my radar has been another one called help scout. 
And I keep hearing about Help Scouts, this help desk, and I and I just started looking into it because for me, that's my filter of can this platform make it better and simpler to what we're already using? And then number two, we use Basecamp, and Basecamp is a project management system. But there's this other one that's just come out um, called Slack, and apparently we, we just heard that it, it's um, – has gone to it's it's valued at over a billion dollars with with within 14 short months of startup so it's also a project management platform and we've just literally gotten it we've turned it on we're starting to use it with our team to test it and look at it so for me i go okay great so there's these tools that we currently use are they working? I can see, yeah, they're working, but maybe it's also a case of, I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I should actually start to look at other things that exist out there from a simplification. Can this clean and streamline what we're doing? I want to ask you a question about this. Um, yeah. You mentioned a couple of new tools there, Slack. You mentioned um, Zendesk Help and Scout. Help yeah. Scout. Now, what um, – and I'm pretty sure – I don't know what the answer is, um, but let's say we're talking about Zendesk and – if Zendesk is doing what it's supposed to do, were you looking for another help desk solution because you thought, well, I'm going to learn something new mm-hmm. or was it um, because a, a person or a number of influential people have all talked about it and you said, hey, if you're using it, yeah, what, how, what, what's that for you? This is a brilliant point. Okay, so I look for a couple things. So I have these filters that, number one, um, it's got to be somebody that somebody or an organization or organizations that I trust that are using it. I think it's like with anybody, there's there's sort of influential people or businesses out there. And when they start doing something, you take note. So for me, the tipping point for Slack was um, I was recently at WordCamp in Australia uh, in Sydney, which is a WordPress sort of like a seminar where developers and end users come together. And I kept hearing about Slack there. There were a couple of the speakers that were talking about how they're implementing it in their business that I look up to. Mm-hmm. And then I also heard that WordPress itself as an organization started using it. I'm thinking, wow. So there's now enough happening for me to to take note of that. Right. And also Help Scout as well. I, I went on to their... Um, their website, and I heard some other influential people were using it. But I also looked at the video, and I looked at their marketing. For me, I, I sift through the fluffy part of marketing very quickly, probably because we're marketers as mm-hmm. well. <laughs> but um, I went straight into the usability, and I wanted to see it in action. And they had a really great demo of how it's in, more intuitive than Zendesk, which is more based on you You as the user have to build libraries of knowledge base. Mm-hmm. So you have to keep building articles and building articles, whereas Help Scout's much more intuitive and it helps you build things like that for you as you go. Right. Um, so again, simplification, right? So yes, a couple things is, is number one is the influencers that I trust, they're starting to use it. Um, but I also make sure that they have a track record of using different platforms as well. I never jump on a bandwagon just because someone that's popped up out of nowhere says, oh, I use this tool. I want to know that they've used other tools and that what you know what's the deal there and why they made the change. And then also I want to look at current platform and then the, the new things and actually what what are the benefits? What's the demo? What's the, the usability of it? Could you care if, um, let's say let's say Bill Smith was the influential person you know, like, and trust. You've been working with him for a while. I mean, you know, haven't been working with him. You've been watching his stuff mm. and, and you really uh, do trust what he says. And if he says, here's a new tool that I've been testing out for the last couple of months, 
I really like it, and here's why. Um, would you care if he gave you an affiliate link or not? To to promote it? Yeah. Well, no, no. If he if he said, "Well, here's my affiliate link to go and buy it," um, oh. would you would you find that cheesy or salesy, or would you <laughs> buy it through that? Yeah. Link? So. So an affiliate link, uh, most of us know what that is, guys, but it's basically just a trackable URL that means that whoever's referring that that product to you online, and if you use that URL that they've given you, they get a commission right. or they, they get some sort of benefit. So yeah, if he gives me the affiliate link, that's a very good, interesting point. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit skeptical unless, unless... It depends on how it's delivered. Mm-hmm. So if there's an article, for example, on the, this person's website and they have done a great case study of the pros and cons, compared it to other platforms, and then they actually say, here's my link. Um, I've done a lot of research here. If you appreciate that, I would appreciate you if you feel like signing up for this thing to use my link because then that'll just, it's almost like a PayPal donation can, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. I absolutely am cool with that. Mm. But if it's just like, oh, this is the greatest thing, and then they're sending me an affiliate link, and I know what affiliate links look like, mm-hmm. yeah. I just think you're just flogging another product. Exactly, yeah. So okay. what about you? Um, well, I think uh, here it's hard to say. It depends on what it is, but you're right. It's hard to make affiliate links look like it's not a salesy presentation. <laughs> Um, so, but, but, but then again, there are some people that are, that if they, they'll say, sure, Hey, listen, this is my affiliate link. So if you don't want to buy through there, don't, um, if you do great. And it's the ones that really don't care whether you do or not is probably the ones I'd go, go for. Um, but if it really is pushing it and saying, here's my affiliate link, you need to buy through me. Don't go anywhere else. It's like, "Eh, you know what? This is a load of rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I wanted to bring something else up around that. The whole shininess of how something is packaged, I think, is is incredible um, because mm. there are amazing tools out there for everything. Like earlier, I talked about Unbounce, and then, you know, we use lead pages. There's something else I'm going to bring up here in a second as well. And essentially, there's there's things out there that do the same thing. But what you'll notice is that all it takes is a little bit of a more schmick-looking sales page or website and enough influencers talking about one of the two items, and then suddenly that other item is preferred. And they could do the same thing, one being free and one being paid. And I'm going to give you an example right now. And this, this again, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but what I'm saying as a business owner, from a perspective of that, be thinking about your products and services as I talk through these two items um, mm. and, and how maybe you could use this this lesson more in your business. I mean, we're looking at, at it as well. It's a big part of what we're looking at right now is building our communities better. And because and, we talk about a lot of people, a lot of amazing tools and platforms, but we don't reach out as best as we could um, to bring them into our community. So, okay, so two things, and I know, Andrew, you already know what they are that I'm going to talk about probably, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. And, and go, come to think of it, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to remember the um, how to spell the first one. So I'll start I'll start with the one I know and then I'll, I'll get your I'll, t- I'll tell you how to spell the other one. <laughs> okay, so you're listening to our podcast right now. We use a plugin that is um, in WordPress to deliver this podcast in an automation sort of way into iTunes, plus also on our blog site, which is our aybpodcast.com. Now, it's called Blurberry. Blurberry is a really cool little free plugin. And basically what it allows you to do is it allows you to sync to iTunes 
um, create an iTunes channel. It allows you to have a player. You can choose from a different few settings of, of good looking players that you can stick on your blog posts. Uh, so if you actually go to our website, you can actually listen to this podcast from our website and download it from there. And it allows you to easily um, hook up with a storage account of, of your choice. In our case, Amazon S3. It's just a server. It's a place where you put MP3 files um, to store these audios that you're listening to right now. But the important so, piece is that it's free, yeah, right? It's free. Yeah, it's free. And it even gives you brilliant statistics. So mm-hmm. you can turn on a free statistics package and you can find out where people are listening to you from and all that. So it's for, for the majority of podcasters, before you go into crazy upper level sponsorships and monetization, for, for the majority of us, it's perfect. It's more than enough. Mm-hmm. So there's another one that's been brought to my radar recently. And the reason why is because suddenly everyone is talking about it. And spell it for me, Andrew. It's, it's called Audello. A-U-D-E-L-L-O. A-U-D-E-L-L-O. Audello. Yes. Now, if you go into comparison of the two, so Blurberry is is a really weird spelling as well. It's um it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Mm-hmm. So just from a case study of, of business, just analysis and looking at your business, check this out. So go to Blurberry.com, look at their, their homepage, then go to Odello and look at their homepage. It is so different, the messaging. So I'm on Blurberry right now. It says all the tools for the media creator. That makes no sense to me, right? Um, I just want to go and do a quick comparison on the Odello one. A, there we go. And I'm going to read you the headline of that one. And then you tell me straight away which one sounds much more interesting. So you either got all the tools for the media creator or traffic and list building made easy. Mm-hmm. Mm. So now Odello essentially does the same thing. It's it's a It allows you to have players. It hel- helps you to sync maybe a little bit easier with your Amazon S3 account. Um, but it has a lot of the this, this same sort of... of things that you would need as a podcaster. And they're charging a couple hundred dollars for this. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's talked about all over the place right now. It looks so much more schmick. The The page is so much more benefit driven. If I go and look at that copy, it's all about me. Whereas I go to the other site, I'm looking at going, hmm, interesting. So on the case of, I guess, learning, because that's what we're talking about, I, I, I definitely think look at what people are saying and people that you trust are saying, but also do take a moment when you're making bigger decisions on platforms to look around, to yeah. ask good questions, because if something like this, if we were to leave Blurberry we'd ha- and we went over here, just because on a whim we thought it was better, we'd lose all of our statistics. You know, we'd lose a huge amount of foundational work. I think, I think the other point is that sometimes people look at these fancy looking tools and they probably don't need all of the functionality of that toolbox, right? So, yeah, so for yeah. instance, we, we use Entreport, okay, uh, which is the old Office Autopilot. Now, that is a pretty expensive tool to use. It's 300 bucks a month. Now, mm-hmm. there are tools out there that uh, do some of the functionality of Entreport for free, and we would recommend that people use those until you are ready to grow into something like an Entreport. Now, you wouldn't go and buy a Ferrari so you could drive across the road and buy some milk, right? Yeah. You want to use it for what you need it for. So sometimes you've got to also look at what do I need that tool for and can I get the results from a cheaper or freer tool um, without having to learn? Because sometimes, like if we said you go and buy Entreport, there is a lot, a lot of learning to do in Entreport. Oh, yeah. Right? And you could spend months learning how to use stuff that may, may or may not ever be needed by your business. 
That's you know, right. So you've got to think about what do I want to, you know, as, as far as getting a tool goes, what do I want to learn from that tool? Um, and do I need to learn certain aspects? I mean, there's certain parts of Entreport that I'm sure you don't know how to use, H, because you don't need to. You're just like, you know what? That part of it may be not necessary for me right now. Um, mm. But knowing that it's there is helpful, but you don't need to learn it and know it right now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, look, I think with with learning and using these things, in my opinion, you're looking at a couple of key things, and it's, it really is this simple. Is it going to save you time? Is it going to save you money? That's mm-hmm. um, probably is, it. No, is it, is it going to bring you results too? <laughs> yeah, of course, results. And what it, and results could be um, different things, right? Results could be more um, team, better team management, um, ease of your accountancy and your invoicing, yep. things like that. So Correct. you're you really are looking for these outcomes. And if you don't actually have these outcomes in front of you and you're, while you're looking around for what you want to learn. Like every time a, a video comes up on Facebook or on YouTube and you're in the middle of your work day, ask yourself those questions. Is by watching this video, is it actually going to help me accomplish one of these things? Or is it just putting me through the social media wormhole? In which case I can put it aside and look at it tonight, it's you know, great, with my glass it's a great of wine. Question. Great question. I do the same with Facebook now. I don't, yeah. I don't look at Facebook unless I'm doing something specifically business orientated. I don't look at Facebook till the end of the day. No, um, because I know the personal stuff, I'll go down that wormhole and I can't get back out sometimes. <laughs> so uh, I know exactly <laughs> what filters. you're saying. Yes, really, really. Yeah. So I guess, um, and, and what in your sort of last opinion on what people should pay attention to, what are your thoughts? Is there any like key piece of advice? Because I know you're completely deep in the middle right now of creating a really cool system that we cannot wait to share with you guys soon. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Um, what like as you're in the in the depths of it and looking at multiple tools and trying to learn things, what are your thoughts? You know, I've been I've been given a whole range of new tools that I've never seen before. Some of the sites in you and I were having a look at a particular site earlier um, before this call, and it's it's there's a lot of information in there. Now, I might spend 10, 15, 20 minutes, maybe half an hour, having a play with the site just to see what it's poss- what the possibilities of it are before mm. I make a decision of, hey, I really need this tool or not. Now, this particular tool we're looking at gives us some good information, but I know that there's a massive learning curve for that tool. And I don't have the two things. I don't have the time to learn it, and nor do I have the need to learn all of that right now. So it's a tool that I'll stick in my in my learn later box. Um, and when I'm ready to learn it, I'll learn it. Um, if I can outsource it and find somebody to learn it for me, then that's even better. Um, but right now, I, I quickly look at tools, I sum them up, I give them maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, um, but I'll only give them 20 minutes, half an hour if it's something that I'm interested in. You know, like yeah. this Ordello, to be honest with you, I, I heard about this probably three months ago. I knew, mm-hmm. it, was, I knew it was coming because I know who the owner of it is and I know who built it. Built it. And um, I knew it was coming, but I knew from what he was saying that it was going to do, I wasn't interested in it at all because I don't need that tool. We've already got something that does that job. So, well <laughs> so I, I, I haven't looked at, I haven't followed the, the scuttlebutt about it all. And when you send it to me today, I was like, huh, I wonder why you're sending me this because um, I already, I'd already made my mind up without even seeing the sales page. And the sales page looks nice, but I already know that I don't need to don't look need at it. it. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly right. I, I knew that straight away too. I just was fascinated with, with um, the fact that it's just a re. I guess a repurpose of something else that exists, probably a lot of something else's that exists that I don't know about. <laughs> well, you know what, what I found funny was when you sent it to me, I thought, wow, 
You must have discovered something new that I haven't no. about this product. Yeah, yeah, no. You know, because I'm like, huh, wow. What By the way, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not slagging off this product as well. No, um, no, 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 no. It I probably think, is a good product, but as you said, we don't, yeah. we don't need it. We don't need it. That's we don't the, need that's to, the we don't advice. Need to wait, we, we don't need to spend time. And maybe down the track we will get it. Um, but right now for what we're doing and what we need to, what results we need to get, we don't need that product. Exactly, exactly, right. On that note, Odello is a good product and here's our affiliate link. No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, I think we're going to wrap it up because I know this time has flown again. Um, (laughs) Where can people find more about us? How can they listen to us uh, or give us a review even? Well, first of all, you guys, we would love for you to come on by aybpodcast.com and that is where you can find our show notes for this episode. By the way, if you haven't been over there ever to our website or not in a long time, we have a very funny video at the top of our yeah. homepage where you can see Andrew and I acting out our little intro yeah. of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know Let us know your thoughts and, and, and uh, share this post from there. Also, of course, we're on iTunes and we'd love to have a review view as you pop on in there to download your latest episodes and we're on Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Podomatic and a few others out there as well. So wherever you're listening to us, do shout out, let us know that's where you're listening and where you're from because we love hearing from you guys and knowing that um, this little time we spend with you somehow makes a difference in your life and business. Yes. And and I did speak about the Digital Traffic Institute. Check that out. DTI, Digital Traffic Institute digitaltrafficinstitute.com. Um, we talk a lot about some cool stuff. We do two live calls every month. Get all your mm-hmm. questions asked. Come and join us. It'd be great. All right, H, good one. I'll um, see you on the next podcast. Sounds good. Thanks, H- guys. Bye. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again... Happy travels.